welcome to Skin Love, a podcast made to help you refine your life through skin and self-care. Hello, skin lovers. I'm your host, Madison Nunez, licensed esthetician and the founder of Nude Velvet. Today, I'm recording this episode despite having pretty bad allergies. So I had a flare up a couple of days ago because unfortunately, I forgot to take my allergy medication one night. And of course, I struggled the next day. I was out of commission. Literally, whenever I have a really bad allergy flare up, I'm like in bed struggling with so much sinus pain and you know, constantly going through tissues and my nose hurts and it's red and clearing my throat and sneezing every five seconds. But today I'm feeling so, so much better. So I was like, I have to record because tomorrow's Friday. This episode should be going live tomorrow and I have nothing to post. So, you know, consistency is key. It's been killing me. I am so behind on like everything. I have been going through a bit, you guys. I'm going to be just 100% honest. Opening up a studio has been the hardest thing I possibly could have ever done in my life. It was the biggest risk. And I know I talk about this pretty much in every episode, but I am so adamant about being honest about my journey and sharing it openly and not hiding anything. I never want it to seem as if the grass is greener on my side when it really isn't, you know, like the grass isn't always greener on the other side. And I'm definitely trying to water mine. It's a little brown at the moment, you know, and it's tough. You guys, it's taken such a toll because it's been so slow at the studio and I've just kind of felt so stuck as someone who is a solo entrepreneur, literally solo. I do everything by myself. I have absolutely zero help. And sometimes I just get so burnt out and I draw a blank when it comes to anything with the business. And sometimes that just makes me wish that I had someone by my side who knew what they were doing. And I know that that's a pretty common thing to feel when you're trying to start a business on your own. You feel like you have no idea what you're doing. It kind of almost feels like an imposter syndrome. And I feel like that's been me lately. One thing I have learned about myself throughout this past month of going through all of this is that I put way too much pressure on myself so much to the point where that if I'm not living up to this expectation, then I become, I don't want to use this term lightly, but almost situationally like depressed. I mean, honestly, I've felt like that because the past couple of weeks I've been super unproductive, haven't wanted to get out of bed. I haven't really eaten very well to the point where I've let it hinder me, my work, my business, everything. And of course, getting into your head like this is just not healthy. Your body reacts certain ways to pressure and stress. And for me, it showed up in the form of a rash. So I actually broke out in a rash under my eyes where my eyes became very puffy, red and swollen. And then I had this line under my eyes, which was like a dry uh, scab almost. And it's crazy because thinking back, if you listen to episode 10 of the podcast where I share my skincare routine, I mention that I have been using the Naturium eye cream, which I love. I've been using it for so long now, but all of a sudden it started to burn and sting my eyes. And now I can like piece the puzzle together and I'm like, makes sense because my body was like festering up this like rash the whole time. And that's about the time when I started to put all that pressure on myself and I started to freak out and and just be very negative. And so this is where I do what I always say I have to do. And I'm going to switch that narrative. 
I'm going to change things up, get into a good routine. I'm really working hard now to do that, but I'm allowing myself to transition slowly. I am just so grateful to have such a supportive family and, you know, base of people around me who don't put pressure on me to show up as something or to bring in something or be a certain way because honestly if i had that extra pressure i don't think i can do it honestly because i already put so much pressure on myself and although i'm still learning to not do that i think it's important to have those people around you who are very supportive and encourage you to keep going get back up stronger than ever keep pushing and not give up and that's my update (laughs) um i hope you guys Learn something from what I just said, whether it be to not put pressure on yourself or to constantly remind yourself to change that narrative and keep that ultimate goal at the top of your list. But it may be really tough, but it's not impossible. With that being said, I don't even think I introduced today's topic. Today's topic is the correct way to layer your skincare products. Now, Before we get started, I definitely want to make sure that I mention that there really isn't a proper or scientifically correct way to layer your skincare products. This is something that I personally have learned throughout the years of being into skincare, throughout my time as an esthetician, things I have learned on my own and from others. The particular order that I'm gonna go into today, I would say is probably the most effective one, right? Because it takes into account different treatment products and which ones should be layered directly on top of the skin, which ones should be buffered out and all that good stuff. But I always do like to say that you do you and if you prefer a particular order, then by all means, go ahead, do what works for you. This particular topic is especially interesting and important to know because maybe you are currently using products in your routine that you're not really seeing any benefits from, but it may not even be the product or the ingredient. It could be that you're just not using it in the proper order. So I think this episode will benefit many people in terms of learning to maximize the effectiveness of their overall skincare regimens. So of course, we're going to start with the very first step in any routine, cleansing. Cleansing is super important as your first step because of course you don't want to apply any products onto dirty skin. You want to make sure that your skin is free from any type of makeup, oil, dirt, and debris before applying any of your products. You should always remove your makeup first. After you remove your makeup, you should clean your skin. So let me explain. I have episodes about this. The double cleanse method, super important and crucial in any effective skincare routine, right? So you want to remove your makeup with whatever you particularly like to use, whether it's a cleansing balm, a makeup remover, micellar water, or cleansing oil. This is going to help to break down the makeup, dissolve it, and remove any oil-based impurities. Now, it's super important to keep in mind that you should be able to remove your entire face of makeup with this very first cleansing step. So if let's say you go in with a cleansing oil or balm and you find that after you emulsify it with a little bit of water and you rinse, 
you find that you still have some makeup on, go in again with the cleansing balm or cleansing oil. Cleansing balms and oils are very gentle to the skin. Since they are oil-based, they're not penetrating into the skin and they're not causing any sort of irritation. So you can rub and massage all day long and it's not going to do anything to your skin that's going to harm it. So continue to use this very first step to remove your makeup completely through. And then when you're done is when you're going to want to go in with a water-based cleanser. And this is just going to help to further clean the skin and remove any dirt and debris. Once you pat your face dry and your towel is completely clean and has no makeup residue, then that means you did a good job with cleansing. So I think that if there's one tip I can share, it's that you must remove all of your makeup with your first cleanse. This is the most gentle and the most effective way to remove your makeup completely without irritating the skin. Now your skin is clean and you're gonna want to pat your skin, not completely dry, but just a bit damp. Now this is important because in between applying products, you should have a little bit of moisture on your skin, especially when using any sort of product with hyaluronic acid. Next, you wanna go in with any type of wash off product. So that can be a sheet mask, a face mask, an enzyme peel, anything that you're gonna apply on the skin and then just rinse off. Of course, these are all special treatment products that should be applied directly on the skin. And I shall say directly onto clean skin. So. Once you apply your mask, let it sit, rinse it off, and then the next step is toner. Of course, if you're not going to be using a mask that day, then you cleanse and apply your toner. So toners are water-based. I like to say that your skincare products should go on in order of how thick they are. So of course, after you cleanse, you're starting with the thinnest product and moving your way to the thickest, whether that be a moisturizer or a oil. And we'll obviously get into that. Now, this is one thing that makes me cringe and a lot of people do this. They use their toner as a way to remove excess makeup that wasn't washed off during the cleansing process. That's not what a toner is for. Toners can do a variety of different things. They can be chemically exfoliating. They can also just kind of be hydrating or help to balance the skin's pH, but they're not meant to continue cleansing. So before we fall into a rabbit hole of essences and serums, let's talk about when you're supposed to apply a spot treatment. Now, spot treatments, obviously, as they are named, they are supposed to target a specific spot. So of course you want it to be directly on that spot to be able to do its work. So I always say after cleansing and applying your toner, you can go ahead and use any sort of spot treatment. Let it sit for a while. Sometimes they can be thicker than um, your average serum. So sometimes you just want to let it sit, make sure it absorbs, and then you can follow on layering your products. Next, you can go in with an essence. Now, a lot of people I know don't use essences. I don't use one myself either. A lot of them are mainly used for hydration and just adding moisture to the skin, but it's actually a Korean skincare practice, and it's something that's becoming more and more popular here. But basically, you can go ahead and pat in your essence. It's really important to just pat it in and let it absorb into the skin, and then you can follow up with serums. Now, with serums, it can get a little complicated because serums are treatment products. They are meant to treat specific concerns, whether it be hydration, pigmentation, wrinkles, anti-aging, acne, you name it. So it really just depends. For example, let's say the next product you're going to use is a retinol serum. If you have been using this retinol for a long time and your skin is quite resilient and can handle retinol 
directly onto the skin without any buffer, then go ahead and apply that. But sometimes people need a buffer for products that are strong like retinols. If the product is too strong for your skin, then your best bet is to mix in a little bit with your moisturizer to buffer it out and then apply it through as you normally would. If you're using a vitamin C that's gentle, a niacinamide or a hyaluronic acid, you can go ahead and apply those serums next. But you can buffer any serum you like with a moisturizer if it's too strong for you. So just a couple drops in your moisturizer and it's a great way to use the products you love and the ingredients you love, but without all of the irritation and sensitivity. So here's where it can get a little controversial. I typically like to apply my eye cream after I apply my serums, and that's because I don't take my serums all the way up to my eyes. I find that serums can sometimes be harsh since they're treatment products, and the skin under our eyes is so very delicate, so I just always avoid the under eye area. I make sure to leave that area out so that I can then apply my eye cream without buffering it. Now, I have noticed that when watching some people's skincare routines, they typically opt for applying their eye cream first and then applying their serums over top. Honestly, it's a personal preference, however you like to do it, but an eye cream is thicker than a serum, so I like to follow my little order of using products from thinnest to thickest, so I just apply my eye creams after my serums. Next step is moisturizer, and it's one of those products that I think should be a non-negotiable in absolutely any skincare routine. Now, moisturizers help to create a protective layer on the skin to help prevent moisture loss or transepidermal water loss. This is something I talk about all the time. It's super important and it helps to keep your skin healthy, help maintain a strong skin barrier and avoid dehydration. If you want to further lock in your products, you can go ahead and use a face oil. Face oils are absolutely amazing for so many different reasons. Face oils are occlusives, so they further help to lock in moisture and products to help them penetrate and do their job. So now you know how to apply your skincare products in the most effective way. Hopefully this particular order helps you to be able to better your skincare routine and curate a routine that you're actually seeing results from. Remember my little tip to apply products in order of how thick they are. So start with the thinnest product, work your way all the way to the thickest, most occlusive product. And I promise that you'll start to notice a difference in your skincare routine. All right, skin lovers, I hope you enjoyed today's topic. And if you did, be sure to leave a review and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Keep up with me on Instagram too, at Madison Nunez underscore. I can't wait to connect with you. Talk to you soon.